Welcome to Passive Income Group 360, the podcast for new and upcoming entrepreneurs who are ready to stop living from paycheck to paycheck and finally achieve real financial freedom. This is your host, Lisa Michelle. I've been a solo attorney for 20 years, but in 2019, I began my search for the best sources of passive income. Now, each and every Friday, I share with you everything I've learned along the way. No fake gurus, no flashy Lambos, just real information that you can use today. So what are we waiting for? Let's get started. Welcome. This is Passive Income Group 360, the podcast. This is your host, Lisa Michelle. Thank you so much for listening. If you've been here before or if you're new, I appreciate you being here listening to what we're talking about today, which is Amazon KDP. So specifically, really what I want to get into is um, just the ways that you can succeed um, selling on that platform. So if you're not familiar, Amazon KDP is Kindle Direct Publishing. It's an arm of Amazon where you can sell books, basically. And what I'm talking about specifically with KDP are no content and low content books. So instead of publishing books you know, as an author where someone would buy your book and read it, these types of books, people purchase and write in them, right? They use them for, you know, jotting down notes, for recording things, journaling, all types of things. So it's low content or no content because all you're really putting in there are maybe lines, uh, prompts, different things like that, different elements to kind of help the user actually utilize your product. So uh, what I want to do is just list uh, you know, go through 10 different things that I think might help you jumpstart or help you grow your KDP business. So the first thing is to find sub-niches that are not too competitive. So a niche is just a target audience. So it's not selling something to just everybody. It's selling it to a specific group of people or it's selling a specific product that can be used by anyone. So what I mean is you can sell uh, all types of books to ER nurses, or you can just sell, you know, mileage log trackers that anyone can use. Either way, you know, you're, you're targeting a specific group or you're just kind of, you know, narrowing down the target audience because it's, it's really hard to try to sell one product to just anybody, right? It's just way too competitive. If you go on KDP and you list your journal as, um, you know, cute blank journal, you know, a cute journal with blank pages. If you would have put that in as a search term, you'll probably get 10,000 results. So you want to sub niche it down so that maybe you're selling a journal that's blank because you can do that. But, you know, you want to make sure that it's not just a blank journal. Maybe it's a blank journal for, like I said before, as an example, new ER or new emergency room nurses or a blank journal for um, x-ray techs, something like that will narrow down your um, the field of competitors. So to help other people to find your book more easily. So that's the first tip and that's a big one. You want to find sub niches that aren't too competitive. The second tip is be sure that your design covers are good. Now, I know that sounds really obvious, but not everyone has the eye for 
a good design and not everyone is artistic enough to really create a good design, you know, just quickly and automatically. I'm not artistically talented in that way. You know, I, I look at different things to kind of give me an idea of what I want to do. And, um, you know, I, I use templates and I edit them and I customize them for myself. There are journal covers that I tried to do in the very beginning, just based, you know, just starting from scratch. And some of them did okay. And some of them didn't sell at all. And I kind of blame it on the cover. So if you are not someone that's artistic or you're not a designer, maybe have someone look at the book cover for you or start on a platform that will give you templates to start with. Like on Canva, you can kind of look at their ebook covers to get inspiration. You don't want to copy anything, but just to get an idea, um, you know, of what you can do with, with, with the templates. Um, you want to make sure that you're using font that's large enough for people to see if they're scrolling, you know, on Amazon, you want them to you want your design to pop and make sure that, you know, the, the cover, the text on the cover is centered and aligned. And then it just looks really good. Okay. Um, because there's so many other people who are selling journals and planners and trackers that if your design is not catching someone's eye in a good way, they'll just keep scrolling. All right. So make sure your design is good. Third tip would be just don't or stay away from anything that may be copyrighted. Um, you know, if you try to list something that's even remotely related to, you know, Disney or Coca-Cola or anything like that, even if it's something that you've seen on a TV show or you've seen on somebody else's product or someone else's t-shirt, just stay away from it because, you know, Amazon will close your account and say that you've been, you know, accused of copyright infringement and you don't want to risk losing your account, especially if you've actually, you know, listed products on the platform and you, you know, you no longer will have access to your, to your work. Just, just, just stay, steer clear of anything that may be copyrighted. If you have to think twice about it, I mean, you can try it, but for me, if I have to think twice about it, I'm not sure if it's not something I can use, I just stay away from it. So be careful with that. And that can go with, you know, brand names It can go with authors. You know, if there's someone like, um, J.K. Rowling, you wouldn't want to choose a pen name that's like A.K. Rowling and then have books, you know, with a uh, with a, a figure on the cover that resembles Harry Potter. But maybe it's not really him. We just don't want to even don't even go there. Don't don't even go close to that. <laughs> to that line. All right. Number four, you want to create something that's more than just a blank journal. Now, in the beginning you know, do it because you're getting used to uploading to the platform. You're getting used to creating listings for your, for your books. So there's nothing wrong with doing that in the beginning, just until you get the hang of the whole journal creating uploading process. But just realize that because there are so many other people who are uploading low content and no content books on KDP, that you know, when you're creating something that, because that's, that's relatively, well, it's easy. I'm just going to, it's easy to do a, a blank journal. So just think of how many other people can do the same thing. 
right? They could just upload a blank journal. They may be cranking out a hundred of those a day. So the more complex, the more detailed, um, the more original your journal or tracker or whatever is, the higher chance that you'll make a sale because not everyone is going to take the time to create an original interior for their journal. So once you get the hang of it um, and you, you're uploading blank journals and maybe line journals, you know, you want to try to get to the point where you're uploading something that is maybe more customizable. And, um, the, you know, there are pl platforms where you can buy interiors like Creative Fabrica. Um, oh gosh, I'm drawing a blank. There's so many platforms where you can buy um, Etsy, um, Creative Market. And I mean, there, there are a bunch of them out there. If you Google KDP journal interiors, you can buy them. And you can get a commercial license and you can use it. But how many other people are buying and uploading those same interiors? So even if you do that, try to customize it somehow. Maybe, you know, use their interior, but learn how to add a front cover page that says, you know, this journal belongs to and have a blank. Or maybe have a back page that says, you know, if you like this, you know, here are more, you know, products, you know, that I've done and kind of list other journals that you may have uploaded to KDP. Just kind of customize it somehow. Okay, so now we are up to number five. So what you want to do is take time to complete your listing so that you're using the correct keywords and descriptions because, you know, on Amazon, you have an opportunity to upload descriptions and keywords. You want to make sure that you're using keywords that people will actually put in the search bar when they come to Amazon. So if you are selling that journal for a new x-ray tech, you want to make sure that your keywords are keywords that people are actually searching for. So if you put in new x-ray tech, x-ray tech student, x-ray tech graduate, um, actually go to Amazon and type in those words. And then if you start typing in new x-ray tech and hit space, you'll see other search terms that people have used on Amazon. So you wanna use those in your keywords as well. If nothing else is coming up, that means no one else has used that search term. So I wouldn't use it because the chances of someone finding you putting that in aren't as great as if you actually used keywords that are kind of self-populating. Um, in the search bar. So I would start there and make sure that you're just very intentional about the keywords that you use. The description, I'm not sure that goes into the Amazon KDP algorithm, but just for user experience, you still want to use real, you know, descriptive terms to help the buyer make a decision about whether or not they want to purchase your item. So don't throw in a huge block, a huge paragraph of text because people don't want to read that. 
they'll scroll, they'll keep going until they see someone that's maybe used bullet points or numbers or something or spaces to kind of separate the different descriptions. So if you want to say, you know, the journal is six by nine, it's 100 pages, it's, um, you know, it's just lines, you know, put that in there, but just kind of separate things so that it's quick and easy to read it. And it's not a big paragraph talking about your journal. All right. Number six, even though Amazon, you know, they'll recommend journals based on people's searches. You don't have to, you know, put a ton of money into marketing and (laughs) promotional materials and all that. You still want to try if you can to drive traffic to your listings. So Amazon will see that people are looking at it and hopefully buying it and it can refer more customers to the, to it. So maybe get a link, you know, directly to your journal once you've published it and share it with friends or share it with family and say, look, you know, I've just uploaded this 2022 planner. You know, if you need one, you know, maybe think about buying mine and then just see if you can get, you know, Amazon to start referring you out to other customers who are also searching for something similar. So, you know, Amazon, of course, they have their own, you know, algorithm where they will put your books in front of people. But I think that once Amazon sees that you're making sales, then they'll put it in front of more people. Number seven, of course, you don't want to copy anybody's work. Um, People will report you to Amazon. So if you're selling something like coloring books, and even if you buy another person's interior, and you can buy certain interiors and it won't make a difference, right? If you're buying a lined page from someone or um, a water intake tracker interior from someone, those are kind of pretty much the same. But if you're buying Sudoku puzzles and coloring books and things like that, and you just put it in your cover, you know, what happens if someone buys two different coloring books by two different people and it's the same interior. They're not going to be happy. You don't want to have to be put in a position where you have to prove to Amazon that you have commercial rights for the interior. So if you can customize something like that a little bit by putting the extra pages in there, that's a little bit more advanced. And I understand, but if you can do that, I would, um, but definitely, you know, be careful with that and be careful with the covers. If you see someone else's cover and you love it, we can't, copy it. Um, you have to do something original and upload that. And I wouldn't use an identical title either. Um, I don't think they're going to close you, you know, shut you down if you happen to have the same title as someone else. But if you see someone, I, I wouldn't intentionally, you know, use the title, you know, avoid it if at all costs, if you can. Um, number eight, Don't open more than one KDP account. You can only have one at a time. And if you want to sell different types of books, let's say you want to sell, you know, coloring books for toddlers, but then you also want to sell prayer journals for adults. You can set up different pen names in KDP so you can just separate it that way. Um, But you cannot have two different KDP accounts. There have been issues with people who, live in the same house. And so they have the same address or same IP address, but they were running two different KDP businesses. And, you know, they're put in a position of having to prove that the businesses aren't related. 
So just to avoid that, um, just, you know, just have one KDP account. If you opened one a long time ago, or if you realize now that you do have two, I would contact them and ask them to close one of your accounts and then just focus on one with different pen names because they will be totally separate if you do that. Nine is don't overprice your books. Um, so whatever book type you're selling, look around and just get an idea of what other people are charging. So for a six by nine journal, that's about 120 pages, you know, with nothing, you know, extra special about it. That's maybe just line pages. The going rate now in the U S is about $6 and 99 cents. So if I were to list a six by nine journal with a hundred pages and charge $24.99, I don't think I'd make one sale because it's just way, way too expensive. So just get an idea. Um, you want to be paid your worth. You know, if you have something original, you put a lot of time into it. I understand you don't want to just get a dollar royalty or $2 royalty, but just still, you know, make sure that you, you price it so that you can actually make sales with it. And then the last tip is, um, if you're not getting any sales at all and you know, you think your design is pretty good. You think your description is good. Your keywords, your niche is pretty, they're all really good. I would try to run an ad for maybe a dollar a day. If it's not in your budget to do it for a whole month, try it for a couple of weeks or maybe a week even, and just see if you get any sales in that time. If you do, then maybe it was just an issue with you either being in a really competitive niche or maybe not using the best keywords so that people can find you. If you don't make any sales at all, it could be that, or it could be your cover is not that great. So in that case, I would actually, in either case, I would do more covers and use the same, you know, the same niche and just try different covers and, you know, see if that helps. And the reason I do it either way is because if you do get sales and I would still do more <laughs> because you've, you've hit on a good niche. So then I would still do more and, you know, create different covers, maybe with the same interior, if it's just line, you know, journal. Um, yeah. Let's see if you can get more sales with a different cover. So that's it. So those are my 10 tips. If you're just getting started with a KDP business or you're just thinking about starting a KDP business, um, I hope that helps. Um, there's also the KDP Keyword Club. If you want to get access to 50 sub-niches that are uh, a little less competitive, that will give you a better chance of actually being seen and possibly making sales. If you're interested, uh, PassiveIncomeGroup360.com forward slash podcast. The information is there. And as always, I hope that you're well. I hope that you are doing well with your business. If you need extra resources or tips, please go to the website. Feel free to contact me there if you have any uh, suggestions, show ideas, questions, all that good stuff. All right. So until the next time, peace. I really hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did, please subscribe and look in the description for a link to join fellow listeners online. Until next time, peace.